Listen up. All Crick is revolutionizing the way you follow the game. Get ready for the fastest live scores, the widest cricket coverage, and the most accurate match predictions. Don't settle for anything less than the best. Download All Crick now and elevate your cricket experience to new heights. Check out allcrick.com for more details. Listening to the ANI podcast with Smita Prakash. Do like and subscribe on whichever channel you have seen this or heard this. Thank you very much for writing in to us about who you would like to see on the show. My guest today is a two-time National Film Award winner. Her new series with Manoj Bajpai is to hit television screens in January. Konkana Sen has carved a niche for powerful roles that she essays. As a director, she focuses on stories that mainstream cinema has neglected. Konkana has acted in Omkara, Life in a Metro, Wake Up Sid, Adhitik Tum Kab Jaoge, Lipstick Under My Burkha. Her directorial debut was Death in the Gunge. Konkuna thank you so much for coming to the podcast studio thank I've been wanting you. to have you here for a long time uh, How nice thank you Smita in fact you know I'm a big podcast fan and I'm going to go oh. check out the other episodes now Okay so I just did Especially the one you said with Vikrant Vikrant I should do Yes <laughs> in fact so many I've done who are your colleagues so when if you go through the list then you'll get to know but I will. thank you so much for being here Thank you thanks so, for having me I believe you're uh, you're giving us something for our horrible Delhi winters. We're going to be so miserably cold when you're giving us something hot and warm. I believe we are. We are. We're going to give you some killer soup. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, actually, soup is something we used to have in the Delhi uh, yes. Sham Kone. You know, huh. nashta ke liye. So looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, but I believe it's like intriguing. It's got. It's got. Uh, it's mysterious but it's dark got humor all kinds of elements you know huh. and it's an unusual kind of a show in the sense it's an unusual tone hmm. um, firstly this is abhishek chobe hmm. you know you've acted before a- with him right no. No, this okay. This is my first time. Ah, so I okay. was really, really looking forward to working with him okay. ever since his first film Ishkia, huh. and then he's made so many, you know, yeah. Dead Ishkia or um, Son Chidiya, yeah. Urta Punjab, and so many others. He's yeah. he's such a uh, even his short films, Hatke films. Uh, no? Very, I really like his work. Huh. I really, and somehow, you know, I really resonate with his work. I know him uh, for many, many years because he used to be in Vishal Bharadwaj's team. Huh, huh, huh. So even when I was doing Omkara. Okay. Which must be, I don't know, Gosh, 2000 and one in the that aughts, as they say. ensemble film, right? <laughs> Correct. In which you were there. You so got I knew him for a long for that, time. Right? For supporting actress yeah. in Omkara. I remember that. Thanks for reminding I'm, me. I'm dating <laughs> <Nice>. myself. <laughs> no, no. Please, I'm happy to be my age. But, okay. uh, so, you know, I was dying to work with uh, Abhishek. Hmm. And then, of course, this is with Manoj. It's with Manoj Bajpai, who's a living legend. Yeah. Uh, doing such fantastic work. And... Uh, you know, both Manoj and I have been in the industry for 20 years plus and we've somehow never worked together. It's so strange. Okay. Huh. And you worked with uh, so many of the people that he's worked with, including Vishal, as you were saying. Yes, yes. Somehow, but our, professionally, our paths have not crossed. Okay. We've just bumped into each other socially. Huh. I think we've always uh, liked each other's work. I to love his work. Huh. Uh, but uh, this is the first time we're actually working together and it's, it's a romantic pairing, actually. So it's crime... Okay romance, dark humor. So it's a very interesting mix of things. So can you tell us a little more? Like, are you his spouse or his romantic inclination? I believe it's based on real life story or something. So it's kind of loosely snatched from a headline. 
Uh-huh. But very loosely, you know, some okay. of these crazy, outrageous headlines where you come across. <laughs> and since, you know, uh, you know, I've been told I can't speak freely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is Because when, it's going to uh, air, yeah. Once it's Correct. out, right? Yes. <laughs> so huh. this happens uh, when um, this. Ma- so I play a character called Swati, Swati hmm. Shetty, hmm. who we used to call her Swati Shady because she's a shady character. Okay. Huh. <laughs> and that's the other thing. I've not played too many grey kind of roles. Hmm. Somehow in my, you know, the films that I'm known for, hmm. I've done like I've always played the kind of you know very earnest, morally upli- huh. upright girl next journalist. door, journalist, huh. or uh, you know, yeah, journalist often, yeah. <laughs> uh, huh. etc. So. I was very happy. Ekthi Dine was one film where I was out and out mm. uh, a baddie. Mm. And uh, this one also. Mm. And only one or two others, I think, which have been a little grey. Mm. This one also, she's quite grey. So, Swati Shetty is the name of my character. And she is somebody who wants to open a restaurant. Should okay. I tell you a little bit about Haan, the... Do. Yeah, yeah. And Because if you're going to be airing it after it starts, right? Yeah, so, it's okay. The you're, basic premise, I'm telling you. No, no, Anna. I'm just Haan. saying the premise. Haan. Which is that... According to me, I don't know if Manoj or Abhishek would agree. <laughs> but from Swati's point of view, which is my character, she's somebody who, you know, she's now, she has, uh, she has worked, she has, um, uh, she's hmm. an orphan, she's married, hmm. uh, you know, uh, she's had a household, she's had a son who's now, you know, quite grown up and, uh, you know, probably in class 11, 12 or early college or something like that. So a grown up son. And now she has her own ambitions to fulfill, which I think many women in their early 40s, late 30s whatever would this this is something that I think older women would really relate to that you know now I have some time to myself mm. I want to do things for myself and she wants to open a restaurant okay and she lives in a little hill town she wants to open a restaurant she wants to feed people but she's a very bad cook uh oh <laughs> so you see what I mean about that yes. humor and the crime and many things uh, go wrong in between mm. the opening of the so her larger vision is to open this restaurant beach mein men may come and men may go huh. but uh, <laughs> Swati lives on okay. and uh, many things happen there are a few deaths um, uh, okay yeah <laughs> I like the way you throw that around <laughs> a few deaths yeah interesting so, so but it's that. after this uh, airs on Netflix and people look at you and you are the host at some lunch or dinner is going to be like what is Konkuna going to serve us as long as it's not killer soup and as long as she's not cooking (laughs) it's okay so what was it like uh, acting opposite Manoj Bajpayee you said you were looking forward to it so lovely so lovely I've Hmm. been actually an admirer of his for a very long time and if you look at his body of work It's fairly intimidating. He's yeah. done such fantastic films, Correct. you know. Yeah. Gangs of Asipur, Satya, I know. Bandit Queen, like Very so many iconic others. Movies. Iconic films. Yeah. And, you know, you would think that he's... Um, I mean, the, it is intimidating. You think he's a serious, intense kind of persona. But it's not like that. He has a sense he's of humor. Very, right? yeah. He's come on the podcast. I saw his picture outside. Yeah. So he did a podcast. <laughs> it was like that. It was like, uh, but once the camera's turned on, he's a different person altogether. He can be if needed. Yeah. Comedy also he does. In huh. fact, in this show, I'm saying that there's a dark humor kind mm. of a thing. Mm. It's more from him. My, mm. Not really from my character. Mm. From him and, uh, and some of the mm. other characters in the show as well, mm. who are, many characters have been cast from the south because it's set in Mainjur, which is a fictional town in the border of Tamil Nadu or something. Ha, ha, so okay. there are a lot of actors from there like Nasir sir, Lal sir, Kani Kasruti. So you have a lovely mix of actors who you don't normally get to work with. Okay. Ah. You know, you were just saying that as, as 20 years in the film industry, not 20, no? It's much more. You, you came No, I'm saying both of us have been 20 years plus. plus I started huh? actually. As a baby, no? <laughs> Four huh, years old. I'm not counting my child roles. Yeah, but then 
you've been part of this industry in some way or the other see in calcutta for what? some decades <laughs> three four decades literally yeah right? in uh, yeah. you know in calcutta i was three and a half when i did my first film hmm. so i was not counting that one because <laughs> that was just you know an accident huh. um but as a grown up the first film i did was when i was studying in fact in du and between my second and third year of college which college was this since stephens oh okay ha huh. after so <laughs> ma'am is a stephenian so i'm sure we've had several stephenians out here and we've had people from the hindu college too of so i've discussed this rivalry this nonsense rivalry <laughs> you know we to in our time used to be embarrassed by this nonsense first why did you come embarrassed from Calcutta by this to stephens like delhi university why you know i was actually very happy to firstly the one had i had applied to nyu to do cinema studies oh. and i got in but there were no scholarships or loans and it was a very expensive course mm-hmm. and you know my mom said yeah yeah we'll do it and you know, she was an independent filmmaker at that uh, time she uh, was not like rolling in the door or anything and uh, i said no no there's no need i can't you know like i can't just go and streets around in new york and study well my mom is like you know mathargham mathargham pai we say in bengali anyway so then i said i was very happy to go to presidency college or jadavpur huh. which are wonderful institutions yeah. in calcutta but my mother said no you must leave home for college okay because that is an experience in itself also she she probably wanted you to get out of that comfort zone of yeah. cal where everybody knew and i was very chipku you know with my mom yeah full chipku with so my mom sweet. yeah yeah okay. now i believe i've become better but she must have been a very like a towering influence in your life yeah. right Huh? For those of you who are not familiar with Konkana Sen's mother, Aparna Sen, here's a short primer. Konkana Sen's mother is the acclaimed Indian film director and actor Aparna Sen, who's done some phenomenal work in the Bengali and Hindi film industry, and has won several awards, including the fourth highest civilian award in India, the Padma Shri. Konkana Sen acted in the English language film Mr and Mrs Iyer in 2002 directed by her mother which won Konkana the National Film Award for Best Actress. You know I've read interviews of yours while I was researching I was reading some interviews in which you said that um she was kind of picky like you can't watch Bold and Beautiful oh, yeah. you can't watch oh my god Ramayana Mahabharat till you read it you're not you watching it yourself. Huh? What parenting, my God! Huh. Huh? Can you imagine doing it now to your son? I'm not able to. <laughs> I'm already failing. <laughs> But okay. you know, because they are so full of Avengers and Marvel and all that. Uh-huh. I did try. I made him watch Pothir Panchali. Uh-huh. I made him watch some uh, Iranian cinema. I can see he's engaged. But I think he's also not used to it. You know, like huh. if it's not a happy But ending. But Ray films oh. are. Uh, it's an acquired taste for somebody who's not into filming. You know what I mean? Like even as a child, when I saw um, Shona Killa, Shona Killa, which is a children's film, I found it very disturbing. I must show that to my, even I found it scary as a child. Hello. and i think my child will also find it scary so maybe huh. i'll wait a little more so and i i remember sitting because my dad would do the same thing like your mom was like you have to watch minal sen you have to yeah. watch satyajit ray and even yeah. though we were not a film family but still how nice is that work of art so yeah. you watch it so i watched it but you know it was like okay watch not giving us that perspective which you need because i remember being very frightened with yeah. it afterwards even i was even you know? i was because it's yeah. an uneasy creepy kind yeah. of feeling when you're and younger and i kept thinking that okay is my dad my dad is yeah. my mom my mom and who am i <laughs> who am i 
did I come from? Fundamental question, you know, at that age. And then going to ruins for almost two years. Yeah, was ruined for you. It was ruined because I was like, have I been here before? Am I getting that deja vu feeling? Yeah, in these ancient places. So then, um, let's go back. She was very particular. No, so she was very particular like that, like because bold and beautiful and Santa Barbara had just come out, and this Ramayan Mahabharat was such a craze when we were growing up, or even like Hindi mainstream films, Bengali mainstream films. She didn't let me watch. Okay. Of course, I sneaked in a few here and there and I loved one or two. But by and large, she didn't let me watch. But we watched a lot of regional cinema, a lot of art cinema, a lot of world cinema. Even books-wise, she would say, you can't keep reading Enid Blyton. You have to move on to classics. Or she would say, you can't, don't don't read only Archie's comics. I mean, you know, you read other things also. I'm glad she did it in retrospect. And at that time, I have to say, I was quite an obedient child. I was not a rebel like my sister. Mm. Um, but then both of them uh, had literature backgrounds your mom and your dad your dad a journalist your mom also edited so yes. you know there were books all around I'm guessing yeah. you yeah. you grew up with books yeah, around and right? I used to read anything and everything in the mm. house because I grew up with a single working mother practically mm. I had a wonderful relationship with my father mm. and I you know would visit him but he was in another city and my parents were divorced mm-hmm. Touchwood they had a very amicable respectful okay. kind of a divorce at least from my point of view huh. but so I grew up a lot you know uh, with my mum huh. a single working mother and I was uh, very shy mm. very quiet introverted mm. and bullied you have a sibling right <laughs> I have an older sister older sister so okay. she's 10 years older oh she's 10 years older okay so yeah so it's almost like abroad. an only child oh I she see. went to the US to study I think in 88 or 89 or something so oh. I was like nine years old okay so you're a kela bacha almost yeah like after that so I used to read a lot spend a lot of time on my own as a kid okay but I was saying that my mom insisted that I leave um the comfort of the home mm. to go and study uh, in, I couldn't care less I was like I'm very happy at home I had friends family I was mm. very comfortable she said no no go and study at least in Delhi University they have such wonderful colleges and whatever do whatever you like but go mm. study away but did home. they like did people in Delhi know that you have acted in Bengali films no, and, no. that time I hadn't but Mr. and Mrs. Ayer you had acted in at that no time. that was after college that was after college that was after college yeah so the my first film is a Bengali film called Agdia Chikonna, hmm. which means Once There Was a Girl, which is directed by Shubhata Sen. Hmm. Wonderful guy. Hmm. The film was very okay, hmm. but it did very well, hmm. you know. So, th- that was my first film. Mr. and Mrs. Ayer was my third film. Okay. But uh, did you grow up with everybody expecting you to be an actor? Like... And you know, because I just saw an interview of uh, Janvi where she said that when she got into the film industry and initially it was like it was a rebellious phase where everybody thought, oh, okay, you're going to be like your mom. And the first couple of films, she was desperately trying not to be like her mother. She says every time she would smile, it was like, oh, do you look like your mother? So did that come to you when you are acting? You know, mine wasn't exactly like like that, I think, Mm. because firstly, when I was growing up, my mom, I think, had largely transitioned into being a director and an editor. Mm. 
of that women's magazine was mm. a very popular women's magazine mm. and she used to really write the editorials herself about all kinds of current affairs yeah, women's issues yeah she's politically very active also yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know she thinks about whatever yeah, yeah. issues and she'll write about whatever she feels strongly about mm. wonderful th- example so uh, i didn't actually see it the years of her being a mainstream commercial actress ah okay i mean personally i didn't see it very much maybe when i was very young mm. so by the time mm. when i was growing up and my memories i was mm. You know, I had seen maybe uh, a few films. She was acting in fewer films. She was directing far more. Hmm, hmm. So I didn't really see, and, and of course, she was very famous. And when I was younger, we would go places, and I would be her protector. You know, <laughs> when other people would come, and you know, bug her, oh, bother so her. You're so petite. How can you be? Oh, but I feel six feet tall. You know. Ha! Ah, the My, Bengali women, right? I don't know. I feel like that. My mother herself, she says sometimes, ki. Where are you getting so much confidence from? <laughs> I met many people from Bengal. I just feel that uh, reading, art, all that is is part of your culture of growing up. I had it's to not... learn singing and dancing. It's not like I'm particularly talented in either. <laughs> I mean, I love it, but I had to learn growing up. Yeah. yeah. So I agree. So the exposure to so much, uh, it's considered mandatory, but not in a tough kind of a not way. Not in a tough kind of way. In a yeah. almost like you know a sense of identity. Yeah. Culture, pride, you know, in that. I and guess. that is enhancing your character as yeah. a person. Yeah. Not with this long term thing. Ki ha, actress banengi to singing sikhao. Ha. Do no, you know what so I mean? that way, you know, huh. um, nobody would in my family the way it was. Nobody would force me to do anything. Hmm. But continuously, I used to hear that, "Oh, you act so well. You must become an actor." Continuously, <laughs> people used to say this. Also, because I acted in a telefilm that my mother directed called Picnic, which had hmm. uh, Shabana Azmi, Farooq Sheikh. Uh, and many others, Farida yeah, Jalal. In fact, Shabana Azmi's one interview, she said, "I named her Coco because of Picnic." She did. Yeah. And that's how this name stuck, you know, thanks oh. to her. Yeah. I used to call her Munni. She used to call me Coco. <laughs> and they both were very close, right? They were very close, and they've maintained this they thing. They did. Two, yeah. Yeah. They did. I think two, three films together at that hmm. time, hmm. and they maintained a friendship, of course, across cities, but yeah. they maintained a lovely friendship. Huh. Um. So people would keep telling me that you're a you're such a good actor you're such a good actor you must act and i used to a you know because i didn't really relate to the bengali mainstream films or the hindi mainstream films because those are not the kinds of films that i grew up on hmm. i didn't feel i looked like those heroines hmm. so i never felt that why, i used to be like, well, i don't know why what will i do there why hmm. are they saying this and they love me that's why they're saying i'm a good actor ah Okay, <laughs> that's why because they love me hmm. and you know, very loving, affectionate, demonstrative family. Everybody is very loving and all. Hmm. I mean, you know, supportive in a nice way. Your masses and my masses, my sister, my grandparents. Grandparents. Uh, then I grew up with a bunch of my mom's friends. You know, hmm. so all these masses who yeah. are like the sorority <laughs> around <laughs> my mother. Huh. That was also lovely. And that's very important, right? Especially <gasps> when you're for a child of a single mother. Her friends, her support structure become yes. your support structure, yes. right? Absolutely, and uh, that's why I feel that many of the uh, characters which you have portrayed are of this strong women characters. Even if your character that you maybe it's subconsciously you're picking those maybe. roles. Yeah, you know um, the influence of these strong women around you. You're probably picking those roles where I don't know of any role that you've done where you're this Rona Dhona subservient. Crying. I would like to do <laughs> roles, not necessarily be subservient, but I don't want to have to always play a very strong character. I like the idea of somebody who becomes strong through the course of the film, hmm. or has some kind of a transformation, hmm. or some kind of a 
change or growth or shift and i don't feel i have to be a strong substantial woman all the time like i used to get a lot of these very morally upright women <laughs> earlier now not so much but you know coming back to that i never wanted to be an actor that's why really people huh. i never wanted to be an actor hmm. i never i thought i'll do like i used to enjoy reading i used to enjoy english literature hmm. i was in fact growing up i was never a good student it was only in class 9 10 onwards and in college that i became a good student you hmm. know but like bachpan mein i was never i used to do very badly in fact i was in a very old world traditional strict kind of a school, school huh. and i i actually didn't flourish in that okay. environment huh. i guess i don't know different to different but you was a good experience i DU guess you was great huh. my mom switched me to an international school and i really uh, blossomed there you know okay. in many ways so but when she cast you in uh, in a film uh, like Mr and Mrs Iyer mm-hmm. did you at that stage think that oh i'm doing something which is going to get me an award did you realize that or no. nothing you know the desktop that time there was desktop huh. desktop used to be in my room hmm. so she's sitting and writing in my room hmm. and growing up with a filmmaker writer constantly she's narrating stories huh. constantly the drop of a hat the middle of shopping or on the way somewhere she's like you know i've been thinking about this and she'll start on a story so you the sounding board for aparna sen <laughs> wow i am lucky enough to often be nowadays not so, so much nice. sadly yeah huh? huh. nowadays not so much i feel because you know we're different cities and life takes hmm. over but yes a lot of the time i think hmm. not just me but her family her friends close to her mm. who people she confides in so mr and mrs there she's writing i could be in my bed reading a book and she'd say oh let me just read aloud this bit mm. and i would listen i'm i love mm. that and i was mm. used to it and she later says that apparently from the expressions on my face while she's reading aloud she got the idea to cast me uh-huh. when she told me you know you should do uh, meenakshi ayer i mm. said no are you mad you please take it a million and i suggested one or two people also huh. But Rahul is also not a Tamilian, but still. No, but Rahul's character is not Tamilian. Rahul's character oh, yeah. is uh, Jahangir Chaudhary, huh. who must have been like a city boy, maybe huh. Calcutta or Bombay. I'm not. I don't huh. remember actually exactly. Huh. Twenty years ago. Twenty years ago must be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quite some time back. That's so right. when you when you got that national award at that time, did you feel like, or did your mom feel it's come too early in your career or something? No, like no. no. I uh, hmm. uh, I think that firstly I didn't because I didn't want to be an actor even after acting in Mr. Mrs. Iyer, which was my third film. My second film was a film with Ritu Parna Ghosh. Hmm. He just wanted me to act in that film. I was like, okay. My mother was playing my mother in the film. We went to a hill station. It was just like a holiday, hmm. and I kept thinking, now I have to get a real job. Hmm. So I was looking at. The classifieds in the newspaper. <laughs> Once Mr. Misair was over, ki abhi kya kare? I'll have to get a job in publishing Seriously? or a job in yeah. Because you know, by the time did movies a, offers come? No, because you because the uh, from the time that you finish shooting till the ah. time it releases and then the award season starts. Yeah, it's quite. I mean, it must be a year or so, mm. or maybe eight, ten months, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So at that time, I didn't know what I was. So young, I'm. Yeah. I must have been twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. I don't exactly remember oh. something like that, hmm. and um, early twenties. Hmm. And I thought now I'll have to get a real job in publishing or advertising or some such thing, journalism. Hmm. And uh, then, and firstly, to my mother tricked me into doing the role <laughs> because she sent me to Chennai saying that please go do my research. Huh. So I immediately went and chucked my ME, which I'd started. Hmm. Hmm. Because the ME was very boring, yes. and it was in a very ugly building. <laughs> oh gosh, it's so similar to me. I did the same. I did the English What? literature bachelor's, and then did my ME for about started it two weeks maybe, and then yeah, I, thought, I did I for a month. Or Everybody was doing uh, studying for the UPSC, and I felt that yeah. there's no point doing ME if that's what 
I'm going really? to end up with. Right. So it was journalism then. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> no, and you know, I went to an international school, so we were doing the same curriculum again and again. I did the same thing in eleven and twelve for A levels. Oh. Milton, Chaucer, Dante, Shakespeare. Again, I did it in college. Yeah. Again in MA, now I was getting very bored. Huh. My mother said, "Please, you go do some research for me in Chennai." I happily went there, writing the difference between Iyers and Iyengars and Shaivites and Vaishnavites and all that, huh. having a blast. Okay. Then I came back fully immersed in the culture. Huh. So by then, I kind of I was like, "Okay, I'll just." do this huh. now i'll just do it and she made me prep a lot huh. then i did it anyway then when the national award came i was it came early morning i was sleeping i think my stepfather woke me up and said you know you won the national award i said oh really wow and i went back to sleep because i was mm. too young huh. i was too young the to import of that was gone right yeah, yeah i just wanted to sleep in the early morning <laughs> and i woke up to a literally the house full of journalists ah okay and that was a turning point for me because i think like what happened is people got to know that you know um, mm. whatever there is an actress also konkona mm. who's decent and so i started getting offers what was uh, your mom like uh, as a mom and then on the sets was she was she different with you uh, when she was there and it was like no mom i won't do this it was was it like that no um I always used to, because I was asked this question since I was a kid right and I used to always feel very proud actually that people would have high expectations of me because I am my mother's daughter I used to take great pride in it hmm. um and no comparisons ever occurred to me but constantly journalists of that time would ask me this hmm. she I used so I remember this saying this at that time so young that a director is like a mother hmm. because she is creating she's nurturing she's maybe perhaps disciplining and she's the head of that unit hmm. you know she's that matriarch so i so, so it's an extension of your personality hmm. you know it's not like you switch off and become another person it's still you yeah um but a little bit maybe our styles of acting were different hmm. to a certain extent these things were not so clearly articulated in my head at the time hmm. but sometimes i'd be like Oh you know I know what you mean like sometimes she show me what she's doing hmm. uh because she's always say that I'm not very articulate so this is how I want it hmm and so I'd see and I would understand because I know her and her expressions I would understand what she wanted and then somehow it would come out in my own way only so you're emoting differently but you're taken the but uh, I know essence but the emotion because she specified the emotion Okay. Very interesting actually. And especially uh, at a time she got into direction at a time. I mean today when when we're talking about women directors, I mean if there are you know teenagers or people in their 20s and saying what's the big deal? Why are you making such a big deal? But the point is uh, Aparna Sen got into becoming a director when there were no women directors. Hardly, you know yeah. she donned yeah. that hat at a time Very when Very few I think Sai Paranjpai was Sai Paranjpai. Yeah. And uh, that was in Maharashtra I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, So you know moved, and then yeah. moved to bombay yeah uh, well even i can't remember i can't remember uh, yeah so uh, aruna raje but uh, more yeah. documentary no documentary yeah. filmmaker yeah but also nsd and then hence yes. there so few and far between whatever it yeah. is yeah so and they had a clique of that nsd actors who were with mm. them you know mm -hmm. with farooq sheikh nasiruddin shah Correct. and all that your mom was branching out in a different era she was trying yeah. different genre and a completely fabulous work that yeah. she produced every film of hers yeah. which was uh, tremendous and then 
uh, that is the expectation from you i guess every time that you know your mother's I guess, daughter i guess you know luckily somehow i don't know how or why it's happened probably because my parents have been like this i've never felt any the, uh, yeah? pressure to live up to other people's expectations of me okay Including that's the confidence <laughs> in your art and your personality i think it's my upbringing you know okay i really do because huh. from since the time i was i was a child my parents gave me a lot of space hmm. and a lot of freedom as an individual hmm. my mother was never ki where are you going and what time are you coming back at hmm. all hmm. she and i she used to let me watch anything and everything Hmm. read anything and everything in terms of like oh no this is only for adults or nothing like that was there there was no uh, censorship like that um from her hmm. uh, she also comes from a long line of women her mother so my mother my grandmother hmm. my great grandmother are all educated yeah educated working women who married late and had children late and they were into literary uh, pursuits literary your grandparents pursuits, my, my Grand uncle was Jibanandu Dashgupta, who was a poet. very well-known poet. Yes, yes. And I'm, you know, most people don't know. Yeah. Um, and uh, they were also in uh, Brahmo Samaj, which is hmm. the reform movement. Hmm. Hmm. Missionaries. And My great-grandparents were missionaries. So she takes you in as a three and a half, four-year-old kid and <laughs> makes you act, and then you, she brings you back and also makes you act in something like a disturbing, probably film called The Rapist, hmm. right? Um. but by then you have this huge body of work how did it feel to be back in the sets between that time and this time you wouldn't remember i'm sure as a little baby acting little baby to i don't remember because i was just happy to be on set i think they'd got but another but picnic you would remember picnic i remember and even huh. others uh, like you would mr mr also was so mr. young yeah, correct. you know yeah. the early 20s and i've done actually four or five five of films with her but by the time you come to the rapist, rapist you acted was much in older. dozens of actors yes. Uh, yes. I mean, even though you've acted in Rit- with Rituparna <clears throat> very early in life, you've acted with several yes. big league. No, so names. then I had become, you know, and my hmm. I had also directed by then, yes. etc. Huh. But uh, you know, these are things which uh, I th- I saw. I'm, th- I'm just telling you observations. Actually, hmm. it's not like I have any theories. That little bit I started teasing her a little bit. <laughs> I would start, uh, which I don't know how much she liked. But, oh, Coco, she'll be like, you know. So sometimes uh, I know she's looking at me through the camera in front of the monitor, and you know maybe it's almost lunch time and we're running. I'd be like, I'm you know making faces that I want to eat, or just being like you know making faces or yawning loudly or something. And she, Coco, you know, so just like gently teasing her to the point where she's just slightly harassed. Poor thing. Poor yeah. thing. I feel so bad. Well, she knew what she was getting, right? No, but this is only very recently that I've little bit done it out of affection. Hmm. A little bit of teasing out of affection. Hmm. Other than that, we have always the both two of us very clear. Mostly we agree. If we don't agree, we very clearly tell each other. Oh, but why like this? No, I was thinking like this. Oh, but you wanna? Okay, let's see. So this agreeing to disagree hmm. and respecting, okay. you know, another person's point of view is such a beautiful thing and so necessary. I feel in today's intolerant times. Yeah, true. Which she really extended. You know, I saw it in action. So when you were choosing films, uh, did you use her as a st- sounding board? Like, should I do this film? Should I not do this film? So the very first few films, I think I did. Hmm. But I, you know, that's I've always had a mind of my own, and hmm. it's thanks to her. <laughs> it's thanks to her and my dad, of course. But um, early on, I remember that film. You know, uh, the first film I acted in, which was. a lovely director shubhadra sen but you know a terrible film which was a copy of a hollywood b grade film called the crush mm. okay where i was playing like this young teenager who's talking this older man mm. you know 
I was just way too dignified for all this nonsense. I used to be like, what is wrong with this character? <laughs> Very but dungeon. you could do the switch even though you didn't believe in no, it. So that she That's really helped actor, me. No? no, she helped me so much because I was so judgy. I was so judgy. And you had to be the farm fatal. And I you had didn't to be the... And I was not even, I think, at that age comfortable with my own sexuality to begin with. <laughs> okay. You know, in the sense, you don't really yeah. come into your own... Mm. I feel like I have come into my own as a woman only and barely. <laughs> now, in my 30s. <gasps> you know, and now I'm in my 40s. I'm more confident. But mm. like in my early 20s, I was not key. You know, mm. I don't know why I had this puritanical notion. But my mother was very helpful. Shohak Shen, who's a fantastic theatre personality in Calcutta, she was very helpful and said, if you don't have empathy... Hmm. what other weapons does she have in her arsenal this young girl oh. you know and if you don't have empathy for a character hmm. and if you don't un you have to have understanding hmm. you may not agree with what she's doing hmm. but you have to try to understand it from her point of view these things she really helped me as a journalist uh my favorite would always be I mean no I can't pick a favorite of your movies I liked so uh, many of them but then I will because you. since I am the anchor yeah. I'll pick page 3 you know where you're of a journalist yes so, you're so um, committed in that idealistic. role huh? young and idealistic but your life is so different from page 3 you're never my, on page 3 yeah yeah you're my just, own life na? yeah your I life guess. is I mean totally you, and one never sees you um, doing airport look one never sees you in you know, these I go to three. airports all the time but what happens is I, unless I think you're a very big star and A-lister and you know the paps are following you or I believe many people even the PR companies pay the pay paps to paps. come <laughs> that though I needn't bother you know but there's just no need don't be so modest <laughs> no, like I, everybody recognizes no, they may recognize me but I, I love the people who uh, like my work because hmm. I find them to be very sophisticated and hmm. you know people who come up to me I wouldn't even call them fans hmm. you know, there are people who admire my work who come up to me and pay their respects this in very politely and nicely they tell me what they like about my work and it's lovely do you like it because some people feel that it's an invasion of privacy like when they're heading you're in a mind it space be. and it, sometimes it can be it can be it can be sometimes you know like see it just happened the other day I think I was on a stressful phone call I was rushing for something hmm. oh the other day I was crossing the road with my child and somebody asked for a selfie hmm. you know so I had to say you know you have to have some idea of context hmm. first I give you all <laughs> See, that's what yeah. I mean. I you that nothing nicely only, nothing huh. bad. And how does your uh, son take it? Like when that mom, everybody wants a selfie with my mom. Does he? You know, it's not that level of fame that it is disruptive for him. Okay. But he's. it is the level of fame where he knows that my mother is famous, that she's getting awards, that people know her work. Hmm. He hasn't seen Wake Up Sid, but I think some of... He hasn't? No, he hasn't yet seen Wake Up Sid. I've told him that huh. because, you know, a lot of my work he can't see Bichara. He's <laughs> a very adult. It's not PG-13 as yet. He's 13 already. He's almost 13 actually. Huh. In March, he'll be 13. Yeah. yeah. Then he will. But Wake yeah. Up Sid is such a And last story is not something I can show him. Na? No, That's what I mean. Like my latest work, some huh. of that. Yeah. But I will show him Wake Up Sid if he's interested. But uh, strangely enough, if, I mean, with both parents in the film industry, he also must be uh, exposed with his dad also and with yeah. you also, yeah. right? And both of you, are, I guess you not so much. Uh, maybe one feels you're political because of the films that you directed or the films that you pick are politically also making statements, right? 
दो रणधीर इज लाइक वेरी पोलिटिकली देर ऑन ट्विटर ऑन ट्विटर सो आई हियर बट यू आर यू आर सेटल बट यू हैव टू बी पोलिटिकल द काइंड ऑफ फिल्म यू डन नो I think that you know the kind of films I've done in the sense the ones I've directed. Hmm. The ones I've directed I think it's very clear the the issues I'm speaking of you know class yeah. politics desire yeah. or you know mental health or toxic masculinity those things are very evident in Death in the Ganj and Mirror. Those yeah. kind of politics are very evident in that hmm. sense. Let me get to Death in the Ganj. Why firstly why so much space between Death in the Ganj and The other one, last stories, right? Last yeah, stories, the, the, the mirror. Like four last, yeah. years, five years, much happen? more. Because more I think uh, Death in the Ganj released in 2017, huh. and Mirror is 2023. So, hmm. Why? six, seven years. Yeah, because I mean, I'm primarily an actor. I huh. have no plans to direct. Hmm. I have no plans to be an actor. I'm a reluctant. <laughs> I used to be, you know, and I, I'm an accidental actor. Reluctant fundamentalist, accidental prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, join together. <laughs> Join no, together. I didn't mean like that. I just mean like because I didn't want to be an actor. Like I was telling you, hmm. I later became, uh, you know, I I got good work. Hmm. People appreciated my work. Hmm. I found that I'm spending so much time in Bombay. I might as well take a house, hmm. you know, a rent an apartment and at least see how it goes. I always had this thing, you know, I'm very non-committal by nature. Hmm. I like to see. Let's see how it's going and then we'll decide. Yeah. Oh, Gabi Sal, you know. Oh, करते 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 करते. Wow, that's true. Yeah, yeah. you—it's uh, not a planned chartered. It's uh, never planned. I can never plan. I don't know what I'm doing next weekend. Only how to plan anything, and what is the point of planning? Huh? Anything? What was Death <laughs> in the Ganj uh, experience like? Did you uh, did you get in some of those um, directorial tips from your mom, or was it subconsciously there when you were directing? I used to call her every day with a list of questions. <laughs> Some of it was also research. To be fair, <clears throat> because <clears throat> see, I was uh, it was set in Maklaski Ganj in 1979. There's not a lot of material that's available on Maklaski Ganj in the <clears throat> in 79. Even if you get material in Calcutta, you don't get that much uh, uh, like that. So I had to rely. I mean, maybe the gazettes and all, but you know, the, <clears throat> we did get into some research. <clears throat> but a lot of it was based on you know talking to my parents talking to their friends yeah. uh, what, did you have running hot water what, uh, you know who were the anglo indians who lived there where did you guys go you know how long is the drive many many questions about okay. that world yeah. and what is so interesting when you rely on memory memory is a very tricky thing because yeah. people remember differently subjective yes yes yeah. people remember differently you know so yeah. my dad would be like no but this was something over there and my mom would be oh i thought it was something so uh, so You know, mm. you, it's very nice. Actually, it was lovely because it's a, mm. it's almost magical. Okay. <laughs> and so it's part fiction, part, mm. uh, you know, based on a real incident mm-hmm. as well. So when you got onto the sets, it was like all that you had learnt as an actor helps in uh, as a director, does it? Like, Hugely. does an actor make a a better director just because you've you've emoted all those expressions, those feelings? So does it uh, help? when you're acting uh, when you're directing i think it's helped a lot <clears throat> because you know i think just being on sets is very helpful and mm. i would recommend it to anybody who is starting off a career in films or behind the scenes or mm. whatever because film sets mm. are such chaotic environments which you know may seem uh, to a lay person to be a very disorganized space there's 100 200 people depending on the scale of your production there are so many disparate elements which are coming together so it is not an it's not um a kind of a very stable easy to understand environment 
So the more comfort you have on a set, I feel it the more beneficial it is to you. Yeah. Uh, so as an actor, you have you also get a sense of the camera. You get a sense of you you know the whole you world. You know the tech I've world, right? Fifty plus films, you know. Yeah. So you know how it works. Basics, mm. you know. So that's mm. hugely helpful. There's a quote which I have here when you said uh, there is such a huge discrepancy between our lived experiences and what is depicted on screen. There's no one way to be a woman or lead a successful life, and that needs to be seen much more. It could be about uh, lust stories. Could be about so so many of the characters. So, uh, so does that uh, thought come to your mind when you enact a role that this has to be relatable to some of the women I know in life? Like, is that how you emote? You know, I feel like first it has to be relatable to me. Mm. uh and if i can find that portal of connection with my character mm. then i feel and i trust that others will too uh-huh. i really it's almost a trust thing i don't know for sure mm. and maybe it doesn't always work mm. you know but if i can find that mm. you know because i really feel that everything is already within us all the emotions are already within us you know mm. and it's just that for different characters you bring out different aspects of yourself mm. um you know because we've all known i've said this before also we've all known love and loss and betrayal and death and whatever it is anger for different reasons you know yeah. it, maybe the external thing is different but you felt those emotions and these emotions human beings have been feeling since for thousands of years feeling and expressing is different the the magic is in the way you express it that's what makes you a phenomenal actor the Thank way you so sweet. uh the way you express it uh, is different in every film it's uh, the sadness that you showed say in an omkara is different from the sadness that you show in something else it's not you know somewhere it is restrained somewhere it's uh, yeah, that is that's true I've never thought of it like that actually. That is why your repertoire is uh, so uh, you know it's so magnificent. Thank you. Thank you but I am a very you know I'm an intuitive kind of a person overall. Hmm. Okay. Uh, by and large I also it's instinctively only you know what I do how, how, whatever acting I try to do is inst- largely through instinct. No I'm very particular about learning my lines and things like that. Hmm. You know showing up on time on set. have a very hmm. good work ethic by and large i think huh. <laughs> you know of you, what are the scenes before what is after whatever all of that i'm 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 decent at but actually you know i can never plan a performance i never plan ki aaj main jaake ye karungi wo to mujhe hota hi nahi hai what happens is you know you if you're taken with something it's in your mind na hmm. and i found myself doing i caught myself doing a deadly thing I caught myself behaving like my character one day. Oh. And I said, you know, this is a like this happened a few years ago where my character is going to profess some feelings to some guy. And I also decided let me also do that in my real life. There was absolutely no need to do this. <laughs> But you know, I kind of did it because I wanted to just revise that feeling of that insecurity or that you know i just wanted to cheat <laughs> from myself really uh. and i love it i love it when your self leaks into your characters mm. i don't know if it just i don't know for some people i don't know it must be working differently for different actors where otherwise it becomes repetitive or what i don't know all uh. that but i love it because you know actually when you're shooting on a set it's so uh 
disjointed there you know there's the you are just somehow creating that reality with yourself and your co-actor sometimes your co-actor is not even there in front of you yeah. you know they're a little off to the side or they're not there for cues or you're acting to a mark and there's so yeah. many people around you so really it's an exercise in willpower and imagination so how do you do it then <laughs> i mean you're supposed to have this really um orgasmic look on your face <laughs> and there's actually a market right yeah you. it happens you have to do that you know luckily what happens also i don't know if this is too technical you can take it on no no with that when you start you start with the often huh. conventionally you don't have to do this you start with the wide or a master you know so you you know say there are three characters so you're covering all three what they are doing you know huh. and then you come in for closes huh. this is a conventional way of doing things is not huh. necessarily the only way or the best way hmm. So what happens is basically you have repeated the action a few times already. Hmm. You know so wo bed jata hai. And I don't believe that rehearsal can ruin spontaneity at all. Okay. Because I the more you rehearse the more spontaneous you can be the more com- in command of it you are at least for me. But so, I've heard that there are these some iconic actresses uh who like it was like that one shot and when they decide that they have emoted the best they don't want to do it again uh did do you do that like uh, not at all how no. can you do that you have to do what your director tells you yeah i'm going to uh, uh quote karan johar when uh, you know his remarks about your direction skills um he spoke about lust stories and he said that you know um there were these deft pauses silences which you managed so well um and uh, he he was very uh he said your direction skills were phenomenal and he says that you the sensitivity that you handled it with uh, he was all praised for it so um, it, and it that? what it shows is the generosity of his spirit hmm because the way he handles sensuality is different and the way you've handled it in last stories is completely mm. different um what was your take when you went in into last stories how did you want to depict it no like that it's not like i went in with a plan firstly i wasn't planning to direct anything <laughs> but ashidua my wonderful producer came to me and said will you do last stories and i was mm. like are i don't have a story give me few months if i can come up with a story i'll do it otherwise i won't do it she mm. said yeah yeah mm. you'll come up Hmm. And so I was looking for <laughs> I had lust on the mind looking for lust stories and you don't want to do just plain lust because it's boring everybody knows lust na hmm. so I wanted to just uh mix it with like um motherhood or something interesting hmm. and then I heard this real life story hmm. my friend who lives you know on her own who came back one day like this and encountered a situation like this herself by yes huh. yes by and she except there was no conversation she hmm. put her hand out the bike put the key hmm. bas khatam kahani hmm. but i just was putting myself in that situation thinking that how do you deal with that situation i might just run if i run out because oh my god with the shock you just run out hmm. and you know i have this habit me and my girlfriends we all chat on the phone a lot hmm. <laughs> you know hmm. so if i had been just talking to her i would just call her back and say you know you know what what happened just now i would only say right yeah correct and then we would discuss it and then in, i don't know i just kept imagining this and it just kept playing out like this hmm. i imagined it like this hmm. and i found even when that my friend narrated that story of the real life anecdote i found everything is already there in this situation hmm who is allowed what space hmm. because you know you may lend your apartment say single women in uh, hmm. in urban spaces hmm. um you know you may loan your apartment to your friend yeah you may 
of course that's with consent mm. and also i didn't want to get into the morality of it you know i found yeah. that a little boring mm. i didn't want to get into the morality of it i felt both are doing so- both are transgressing both are doing something wrong but it's also the class uh, that's different. the main thing yeah that's the main thing mm. because i think it would have been a very different reaction if it uh, had not been if it had not been a buy mm. and someone else mm. what you can get away with by saying mm. to your buy when tilottama shom says and what a brilliant both women have Absolutely. done such a brilliant performance yeah. and she says it's my word against yours and who will believe you yeah. over me yeah. is something we all know class struggles yes and does she not know how uh, uh, her buy must be living we all know what yeah, jobs yeah. are like in mumbai yeah Yeah. We know, and th- the thing is, I knew that yeah. Ishita's of the mm. world would be watching it, not the Seema's of the world. Yeah, you know. So you enter the film with an Ishita, you encounter it from here, so you have all the time and space to go <gasps> and get, you know, your shock and disgust and all out of the way, and then you can just complicate that further. And then we go into Seema's chawl, mm. and then we see how she's living and how many, you know, when she's lying, there there are pair of limbs over here, her child. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how much is visible in that frame. Mm. Because there are many, but you can hear some other, but somebody else snoring yeah. because that's how people live in Bombay. Yeah, yeah, and also uh, these kind of films, uh, it makes you. Many people I've I've noticed who you know you don't want to face the fact that uh, there is something called senior love. You don't want to face the yeah. fact that there is uh, sexuality in older women. That yes. there is sexuality in a different strata. Yeah. You think that. Uh, f- romance love everything exists in your level of people correct right and to think that uh, your bai has sex is like oh my god but it shouldn't be it shouldn't be right yeah. because but we are not be humanized huh. no but you know these are very important i wanted to see firstly women can barely who have any class or whatever of society can barely acknowledge their own desires hmm. Hmm. you know yeah. which is why for me like almost the crux of the film is that line when amruta subhash says kyunki mere ko bhi to maza aata tha that she says that yeah. is very important for me that tilottama's character says those things to her you know the conversations they have i wanted it to be just said out loud because we you know we have normalized it and we are forgetting we are hu- not we are normalizing it we are not humanizing some people yeah. and that's not right and i wanted her to say teri chaddi tak to mai dhoti hai yeah and we see that visually we yeah. see her hanging out lacy lingerie expensive yeah, yeah. and uh, do you think india is ready or india was ready when you made the film uh, for this they didn't go chi chi no i don't know i don't they care and that it don't matter and that doesn't matter i don't know what is india hmm. No, I, I mean, mean is that it got no, accepted so no, well. Oh no! See the thing they is, they didn't throw it out. You achha, know what I, I mean? I see, I see, I see what you Haan. mean. I, you know, I honestly, I never thought of that. I never thought so far ahead. I, I shocked myself when we were writing it. I was like, let's see, let's see, my God, we'll write this also. So much we'll do. I scandalized myself only, hmm. but I found it a very exciting and almost dangerous idea. Haan. And I never thought are people ready or not ready to accept it. I was surprised that so many people showed it so much exactly. love. Exactly. Yes, you're right. Haan. But there must be some sections who I don't know. Maybe don't See, like it. There are films being made where Nina Gupta. Okay. Haan, Nina Gupta is in her sixties, mm. and they're showing her in bed with a man. Mm. Can you imagine? Uh, 15 years ago also this happening yeah. i don't see that and they would have probably shown that or when i was a kid those two flowers yeah, together yeah, knocking course, huh. that was love right even if you see aandhi that's also senior love yeah. but where do you see it you only see it in eyes or whatever you don't see that um some might label it crudity but in actuality which you are showing which so many of the netflix series i'm um, big 
making us aware about these things that it's there yeah. and all thanks to actors like you who are you know presenting it not in a crass manner yeah. in an artistic manner I but i don't want to titillate anybody you correct. know i'm not interested in providing any kind of arousal you can do that for yourself it's available everywhere hmm. i'm actually talking about huh. you know other issues how we treat other human beings huh. and how much we live in denial because you know when the two women have that fight hmm. it could have been very easily solved if you know Tilotuma said, "Yeah, I used to watch you." And Amrita said, "Yeah, I know you used to watch me." Actually, that they are in sync. Yeah. They have a perfect thing going. She likes to watch. She likes to be watched. Kungra, you come but from not the a, husband. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you come from a a privileged uh, home. Um, you know, um, how do you how did you understand uh, about Bai? Even though you've seen Charles, but. to be so empathetic in your direction in your acting in many scenes where you are playing roles and you are What an interesting question ha huh. because i that? think it's poss- possibly because i don't know exactly but i'm thinking now uh, and i i love the question i think it's also because you know my mom was also very very busy working mother hmm. she was not always there at home after school for example hmm. or sometimes she would come back late you know i mean uh, very uh, i used to practically go into her bed every night and we were very close and all of that but she was busy and often like after school i would go to her workplace mm. i would take my homework and sit there all of that um i had help at home who i was very close to mm. and i would also sleep with them eat with them mm. um live with them i guess i don't know where or how it comes from honestly i don't know mm. you know and it's not like you know uh, these things were so evident to us like for example caste is something that is just you know i just we have educated ourselves in whatever little we know Correct. in the last 5 7 years yeah. you know this thing of you know you have separate dishes for help at home hmm. it comes from untouchability yeah. and it makes no scientific sense at all because you know there is detergent and antibiotic whatever it's called antibacterial soap which is yeah. killing like germs so it doesn't make any sense but it's just been unthinkingly passed down yeah you know ki unka cup alag hoga unka plate alag hoga yeah. right it's not right hmm because we can't you know we can't live with so much uh, disparity because you can't you i don't know how you can be happy in your home when hmm. someone else is not so uh, i guess this empathy uh, these are things which shake you right like when you see that you feel those are the stories that need to be told so that we change our mindset mindset you you tend to say that this comes accidentally to you but it's somewhere there right you know so it happens you know i don't know how it happens instinctively so this hmm. this then this part is not thought out like that for hmm. me hmm. then it comes naturally i think it's also just also reading being aware of the world being interested in where you are in the world what yeah. your privilege is and you know learning about the world all of that also i think just creeps in yeah like i interviewed prakash jha he he's mm. from west champaran you know one one little village mm. so obviously the stories he tells mm. reflects that angst of uh, you know people from that village who want to make it in life mm-hmm. and it's a deep deep struggle mm. so when he uh, when he gets his actors to emote uh, he brings in uh, that background yes. so it may not be deliberate but it it is part just, of the lived yes, experience it's just part of you actually yeah so and even when you read huh. i think you know you leave you inhabit different worlds hmm. one has to be able to inhabit worlds other than one's own okay i have to ask you about wake up said <laughs> Of I mean, course, 
every friend of mine who I spoke to and I said I'm interviewing Konkur. I was like, talk to her about Wake Up Sid. What was it like? I'm also always amazed by the love I get for Wake Up Sid. I can't tell you for Aisha Banerjee. Yeah. And that Iktara song till today people always are sending me on DMs. It's so sweet. Saying what? What do they say to you? No, they are singing Iktara, oh. this is for you, Konkur. No, oh. It's very sweet. Yeah. yeah. I'm very touched because I've not really done like commercial, commercial films huh. like that. So, huh. You know, Did you like it, like acting in that film? Because it seemed like you are Aisha. That that restlessness <laughs> uh, that you brought into that. It was as if it was you. Yeah. Were, were you that? working on it. I don't think I was that. I don't think I was that. I thought it was far cooler than Aisha also. <laughs> but uh, uh, I really liked working on that because um, first Ayan Mukherjee, who's yeah. the director and writer. He was so Such young when he did oh that. Oh my God, I don't yeah. know, he's 25 or 26 yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Such a good uh, writer, director, such a nuanced uh, script it was. He had thought through everything so well. You know, it was such a delight to work with him and Ranbir. Ranbir and him were already friends. And he was also Bacha at that stage. Ranbir, Ranbir had just like, done, I think, Sabariya yeah. or huh. whatever, one, two films. Yeah. And he had come from... Film school. So he actually had a lot of technical know-how. Which people don't know. Which people don't know. That he I comes, remember one point, yeah. Anil Mehta, who's, you know, such a hmm. famous uh, DOP. I, I was asking the assistants and then finally Ranbir, I remember, gave the answer. I was very impressed about hmm. this left and right and all of camera. He knew about he all knew. that because he had act. Uh, he I had mean, many actors work. know. <clears> yeah. <throat> but... Um, when uh, when you did last stories, everybody was talking about uh, you know about female sexuality. Now comes a film like Animal, where people are talking about toxic masculinity. How do you see that uh, the the two? Do you, if you if one is to juxtapose these two, see, I personally don't have a problem with depicting violence mm. on um, screen mm. as long as there is very good reason for it. Mm. You know. And um, like, for example, even sex, you know, I don't have a problem, I mean, with viewing sex, but I don't want it to be there just for the sake of it. Hmm. I don't want to see violence for the sake of it. Hmm. I don't want to see sex for the sake of it. It has to, you know, there has to be a reason why it's there in the film because it connects to the characters, it connects to the plot or whatever. You know, they ha it has to justify itself. Hmm. Uh, that is one thing. Why is it there? What is the intent of the director? But... You know, from what I understand, and I may be mistaken, I've not uh, watched Animal because I don't feel it's my kind of mm. film. I haven't mm. really been drawn to it, even from the reviews and things. Also, I'm aware of his previous work and he stands by that work, the director. Mm. And where stalking has been glorified, a certain, you know, violence has, you know, been made acceptable in relationships and that is not what I stand for. Mm -hmm. Now, if it's done very well, I don't mind watching it. Okay. But that's not what I've heard. And I don't think I'm the target audience anyway. Yeah. <laughs> there are millions of people who are watching it. So, yeah. it's, it's doing very well and they don't need me. <laughs> if you were to look back and say, oh, I wish I had done this film. I wish it had come my way. What would be that kind of a film? Like a Thumka Thumka kind of a, or an out and out commercial or a Shaban Azmi kind of a film? Like, what was it? That I don't think out and out commercial because that's not my space. I personally don't relate to it myself. Hmm. Because I didn't grow up watching it. Hmm. So I don't have that kind of nostalgia or attachment or some childhood memory to it either. Hmm. Um, for me, it would be like... Uh, 
Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know. I I um like would you w- want to do a satya or would you want to do a masoom kind of a film? I would love to be a part of films like Monsoon Wedding, Meera Nair's films. Meera Nair. Yeah, that seems I feel at home in Monsoon Wedding or Namesake or uh, you know like those kind yeah. of films one feels at home in. You've my mother's films. in these yeah, your mother's of course. films. <laughs> You've acted in films where there are these big league guys and it's an ensemble cast. Um and that you did very early in life when you were in your 20s and you know and you were just breaking it out in uh, in mm-hmm. uh, bombay film industry uh, did you feel that you could hold your own were you confident that you could do like if you're acting with a nasiruddin shah you're acting with um with a mr bachchan i've not you? acted with uh, mr bachchan and barely with nasir even though i uh, uh you know adore him but uh nasir also i've done a film which hasn't released and uh, you know so i've not worked very closely i've acted in his film that he directed but um like say an omkara there is yeah, this yes i was huge. just thinking of omkara because they huh. were very established stars huh. of that time yeah that's true but you know i was like they have asked me to do it <laughs> you know i i just have to learn my lines and learn that accent that western up accent UP. for a bangalian like me it was very tough yeah huh. and sing sound so the recording live sound to huh. so my throat used to become dry before every shot but it's a bharadwaj film right so it's like vishal bharadwaj yeah. film yes. where he's like gives it to you and you do it then right isn't that how he does no no he, i don't know what you mean like in the sense like as a director huh. would he would he tell you that this is how you emote and then that's it leaves Achha. it to you acha acha ha you know i think he would but uh, and he does um he tells you what he wants and then he lets you do it and if 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 you're not giving him uh, what he wants then he'll come quietly and tell you some little things and then he'll hmm. get that out of you which is wonderful okay. i remember how he spoke to me uh, on uh, it was beautiful huh. and, you know and that performance only i feel changed huh. okay uh, in in these kind of films where uh, when you have all these actors and still you get an award Uh, did you at that stage think that these guys will get the award not me no, do you work towards think awards? awards awards nobody no. thinks of, i mean i don't think you think about awards at all okay. you know the thing is that you know you have to like the work otherwise you can't do the work hmm. you have to respect the work you have to like the work and you have to not be attached to outcome uh-huh. and i never was and because when i was younger i didn't want to be an actor only huh. much later that time to i had nothing to prove i was not ki this film has to work i have to make it ye to tha hi nahi आई वॉज लाइक ये बोल रहे करने के लिए मैं ठीक से तो कर दूँ कि मैं लाइन्स आई मस्ट रिमेंबर माई लाइन्स एंड बी ऑन टाइम एंड डू माई थिंग आई ट्राई माई बेस्ट टू डू इट प्रॉपरली दिस वॉज इट Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure this new uh, series, which is coming on Netflix, is going Killer to be super. Soup. <laughs> yeah, Killer Soup is going to be great, and I uh, recommend it to my viewers just because I Thank know it's you, you and Manoj Bajpayee and Manoj and Abhishek Chobe. And Abhishek and Chobe. I'm so excited. So, um, finally, um, tell us what we have to look forward to in 2024: acting in any other, directing any others, and what would you want to do? So what I would want to do actually I find a lot of time I spend doing stuff that I don't want to do you know <laughs> uh like a lot of admin and organization and planning and figuring oh. stuff which I've become good at but it's not like my first priority um okay. uh, what I would ideally like to do is like sleep for about 10 to 12 hours every day and spend a lot of time in daydreaming and yeah. in idleness and reading and walking and exercising and doing you know that kind of stuff travel? spending time with my child no i'm i'm kind of done with travel i did a lot of travel post pandemic mm. and i don't feel the urge to travel like that travel has become very mm, uh, yeah you know i it's okay i you know i've traveled a lot recently 
naam ho ke again the urge will rise and again one will go it's a cycle yeah. so that's what i feel like doing what i am also doing and i'm lucky enough to do and i'm grateful and happy to be doing it is i'm trying to develop a web series with uh, you know a colleague of mine a college friend of mine uh, it's a comedy series writing directing uh, producing and i am also acting in anurag basu's um, metro 2 Yeah, you're the only one from that original. Yeah, I do. In the sense, I don't know how how it's a, it's a spiritual sequel <laughs> because. Oh, okay, that's a nice. I mean, way I don't know that. Yeah, I'm saying that. I hope huh. Anurag Basu will agree with me. Okay, but he's a sweetheart, and I think he will. <laughs> so we look forward to that. And <laughs> wishing you. you all the best. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. It was so lovely to talk to you. Lovely Spita. talking Thank to you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you for watching or listening to this edition of ANI podcast with Smita Prakash. Do like or subscribe on whichever channel you have seen this or heard this. Namaste, Jai Hind.